1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind, sponsored by Fantasy Draft. I'm your host, Travis Maygoin, back with my buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice. How's it going over there, my man? We did the football pod this week, and based on the plays and how they did today, it sounds like you could have had a pretty good day. So how'd it go, Will?
2: Yeah, man, it was definitely a good day. Uh, You guys know I was, you know, all, all systems go with the Browns. I mean, it wasn't anything... No secret sauce or anything. It's just if you play the Browns today, really, if you full stack the Browns, uh, you know, defense included, they didn't kill defense, didn't kill you. Got you about eight points. Uh, if, if if you play Landrum, Landry, and Beckham, and uh, Chubb, and Baker, your team should have cash today, barring you just wet in the bed in other spots. So, uh, you know, I didn't go quite that far I had uh Baker Chubb and um and Beckham and you know I ended up being on Chris Godwin today um it's also ended up being a good day Zach Ertz was just a guy I felt like he had to have it ended up being a pretty good day overall definitely didn't hit the max potential because I did not have Derrick Henry for a little bit of the, the evening hammer and I liked him a lot just couldn't quite fit him in. But other than that, man, it was a good day. Uh, it's been a good good year of football. Let's see if we can run it back next week. But we're here to talk NBA.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. I was tilting NFL. Some good stuff happened. Some bad stuff happened. But then we ended up doing well in showdown. So uh, listen, we're just going to turn the page. One of the most tilting days I've had in a while. But uh, that's OK. Oh, man.
2: And you know what, man? Shout out to Big T. I mean, he's going to get all the messages. But my goodness, so a, a solo bank there on the showdown. Uh, my man that's why we pay him the big bucks to do the videos
1: yeah yeah big t won uh, he won like 200k so uh congrats to him if you guys see it on twitter shoot him the congrats and uh, check out i'm sure we will be doing a video tomorrow with uh head chopper uh they'll probably be doing the showdown yeah. video so give that guys a watch if you want uh, i'm sure i'll have some tips and tricks to help you guys take down all the money and showdown tomorrow but again we're here to talk nba and we got a big slate will 11 games we're going to power through this thing We'll power through it as fast as we can with the best content that we can as well. Uh, let's kick it off with the first game. And we got the Memphis Grizzlies. We got the Indiana Pacers. And this game has a 217.5 total. Uh, Will, we were on the podcast and we talked about Charlotte and wanting to attack them uh, on Saturday. You know, the Bulls targeting Charlotte was a great idea. Memphis is very similar to me. They are a team I love to target. They are same like Charlotte. Just target them up, uh, fast-paced, no defense. They're in that Pelicans group, too. Um, so, I think we're going to want a lot of Indiana today. How about you?
2: Yeah, man. I uh, definitely think, you know, we'll, we'll want to play some Indiana. Um, you know, when we're looking at when we're looking at Memphis, you know, they, they played a high pace. They don't play great defense. And that's kind of a recipe for success. You know, all of your projections are going to be baked into that today in, in terms of, you know the matchup, and, and it's a great matchup. Um, you know, on the Memphis side, John Morant, man, th- this usage rate and, and fantasy points per minute are really pretty outstanding. Um, you know, I I wish they would have kind of uh, give him stable minutes. I, I feel like his minutes—I don't want to say they're all over the place. The last two games, he's been over thirty minutes, uh, but you know. We, we don't know. I, I'm still not completely bought into the fact that this is going to last. So, Ja would be a guy that, that I would really want to play in this game environment. JV would be a guy as well. Uh, his price has come down a bit now on uh, on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. So, you know, on DraftKings, he's $5,900. Uh, on Fantasy Draft, he's 116. I i am a lot more interested in playing him at that price versus where he was in the upper 6K range. I think this gives him a uh, tremendous upside uh, for the price. Other than that, though, don't really have a whole bunch of guys I want to play. Dylan Brooks is a guy that I don't mind taking stabs on because he does have pretty stable minutes, um, but he's not a must play. I think I think we'll have more value open up, but he's still a guy, I think, for value. If you were interested in a couple pieces from this game, he would be a, gr- a great play for the price.
1: Yeah, for sure. Agree with you on that. It also looks like, I think Michael Brogdon, he's going to be playing in this game again. So uh, some of this Pacers value might be hit a little bit. Like Sabonis a little priced up at 8.1k now. Uh, Miles Turner, he's 6.1k though. That's still a pretty nice price tag. Like an Aaron Holiday at 6one like you're absolutely staying away now with Brogdon back. So uh, some of these Pacers guys, are just not as appealing right now because the prices went up and now we got all these guys that came back. So um, it's kind of a tough spot to uh, you know be be uh, messing around with. Like I said, I love targeting the Grizzlies though. Um, it's just tough because some of their price tags are a little like you know difficult. I guess TJ Warren isn't bad at five point two k, but he has a very wide range of outcomes, which can be quite frustrating at times. Um, I get the John Moran thing. I understand why you like him. Uh, They're starting to give him more minutes, uh, you know, 35 and 33 minutes. I just don't know if this is the greatest matchup. I'm sure he's going to draw Brogdon. So, um, it's weird, right? This is a game I typically would love to target. But one of the problems that we have going on here is the Pacers. They're priced up a bit from everything I talked about. And this isn't, like, the greatest pace-up matchup for the Grizzlies. It's kind of a pace-down spot.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, I. Mm -hmm. I, I, I still think there's value if you can nail the right pieces. I, like I said, I don't, don't want to load up on Memphis. I'd much rather play more guys from the Indiana side. But, but I just it's just something I've got my eye on. At, at the price tag, the usage of the fancy points per minute, I think Jock have a good game. Um, the, the main target in this game for me, though, is Malcolm Brogdon. There's no way you don't play him at 6K today. Yep. On DK and 11-8 on Fantasy Draft. like He's a lock button. That, that, uh, it's, too,
1: it's too cheap. uh, Way too yeah. cheap for him.
2: Yeah, lo- lock button. No no way you don't play him today. Uh, what a world we live in where Aaron Holiday is more than Malcolm Brogdon. And I know Holiday has been outstanding with, with Brogdon on the shelf, but uh, no way you, you don't fire up Brogdon today. Uh, you know, the shooting guard position has been a, a very – uh, profitable position for us for for targeting against Memphis. So I've got my eyes on Jeremy Lamb as well. Uh, I know this team is almost back to full strength, but Victor Oladipo is not back. Jeremy Lamb is probably going to get 30, 32 minutes here. Uh, Lamb is on the list, and of course, you know, Mr. Sabonis, uh, you can pretty much fire him up almost every slate as long as his price isn't going to, you know, get too high. He's at 8,100, I still think uh, that's a great price for him. But those three guys, man, I think Brogdon, Lamb, and Sabonis, if I was going to stack this game, those three would definitely be in my lineup. T.J. Warren is too cheap, um, but, but I'd much rather take Lamb in the spot over him.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I didn't even realize Brogdon was as cheap as he was. And I guess it's because I'm just pretty tired. Been a long Sunday, but uh, I thought it was like 8K, not 6K. That's just a crazy price tag. So yeah, Brogdon's probably the top play here. Uh, and like I said, I don't want to go crazy with the, with the um, Indiana side. I just think they're guys you want to mix and match and definitely get to mixed with your too. So, like I said, Memphis is a team to target. Uh, let's go on to the next game. We got the Orlando magic. We got the Detroit Pistons 207.5 total expecting Blake Griffin to play. Uh, it sounds like he practiced. So, uh, you know, what do you want to do here with this situation? Will? this is not really a great game in general. You know, I think there's value on the Orlando side, right? Because of the injuries that we have going on with Isaac or not with Isaac with, uh, Vucevic and with, uh, Aaron Gordon. Uh, on the piston side of the ball, like I said, Blake Griffin's going to be back there and a lot of those other guys being there, uh, and now that they're priced up a bit, it makes it a little more difficult. But how are you approaching this game overall?
2: Yeah, man, um, I, I think we just kind of want to look at the injuries and see, hey, you know, who who is worth it to play. Uh, listen, you know, Mr. Uh, Mister Birch burned, I think, uh, almost the whole industry Saturday um, in terms of, of his play. I mean, he was just – god-awful uh but you know if if guys are going to be out i think you have to consider them uh speaking of which jonathan isaac man his price has dramatically increased uh dramatically so he's 7900 i think he i think you really have to think about whether or not you want to play him i say no in this spot um markel fultz had a good game saturday with those guys off the court played 29 minutes um so he's a guy that that played pretty well for 5K. Uh, you know, I've already told you that I think Detroit is a team we can target at the point guard position. So he, he's a guy uh, I would look at as well. Um, but, but I think that's about it. I don't really want to run and, and play a bunch of guys from uh, from Orlando. Wesley Owundu played 27 minutes, cranked out 10 fantasy points. I, I mean, you know, if you want to just take a flyer on him because he's going to get the miss, that's fine. Outside of that, I'm really not too interested in this Detroit team. But I do think, you know, once again, my favorite play on this side of the ball is Markel Fultz.
1: Yeah, Foltz definitely makes some sense there at his price tag. You know, you can go Terrence Ross if you think he's going to have that ceiling game. But I think the two best plays, and I think it's a price shopping situation with this game, I think Andre Drummond at 8.7K. I still think the price tag is fine, right? Not having to deal with Vucevic, he could obviously dominate. And uh, with with Blake Griffin being there, I'm not that worried. At Eight point seven K, I still think it's it's kind of cheap. And then on Fanduel, Jonathan Isaac is only seven K still. And I think the key with Jonathan Isaac over there, well, is what do we love about Fanduel? It's it's the stocks, uh, all the blocks yeah. and steals are worth three points. And what does Jonathan Isaac thrive at? Uh, blocks and steals. So uh, he's someone I keep my eye on over on Fanduel. What do you think about that?
2: Yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I was just kind of trying to talk about the Orlando side of the ball. And look, I will say this. You know, I, I don't like the price on Isaac, but everything lines up for him to have another big game. You know, what if I told you Isaac was averaging 1.40 fantasy points per minute with Vooch with and Gordon off the court? I mean, uh, it, it's up there. So he's he definitely seems like he could be on the way to another huge game. I'm just really uncomfortable with the price. Uh, On FanDuel, you know, I I think it's much better, obviously, on DraftKings. I'm I'm really uncomfortable um, with with, with that price point.
1: Agreed. Let's go on to the next game. We got the Brooklyn Nets. We got the Cleveland Cavaliers, 217.5 total here. And uh, we got Kevin Love. He is questionable for the game. Uh, Brooklyn Nets on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie's price is still pretty solid, right? 7.6K over on here on DraftKings. That seems still too cheap, right, Will? Uh, I think against this Cleveland team, uh, you got to love Spencer Dinwiddie. He might be the top play in this entire game.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, Definitely have to look at Dinwiddie yet again. You know, I've kind of got a rule for myself. Until Dinwiddie hits 8K, um, I'm going to continue to play. And once he hits 8K, I'm hopping off. Uh, But as of right now, at 7,600, uh, definitely think he he is viable. Um, you know we've got Garrett Temple at forty nine. His price is increasing. I think you've got to hop off that train. Uh, Torian Prince, I think he had a good game. Yes, he did have had a pretty good game today. Um, don't mind him for the price. And then you know our good friend uh, Jared Allen is at sixty one hundred. I don't mind him either. Uh, I think I think there's plenty of plenty of profit potential there. Uh, as long as he's going to start and be effective. So uh, the main two targets for me uh, in this one, no surprise, Dinwiddie, Allen, uh, and then secondarily for me would be Prince. Those are only three guys I I, I would play from Brooklyn here.
1: Yep, those three are definitely in play. Uh, if Kevin Love ends up being out, you, you gotta like Larry Nance. You gotta like Tristan Thompson. I think those two will definitely be in the conversation. Uh, we like to target, you know, the uh, the Nets with big men. Uh, I think that'd be a good spot for those two guys. Are those the uh, two of the guys you're looking at on Cleveland, or is there no one on Cleveland you want to play?
2: Yeah, that's about it. That, 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 that's about it. I um, here's the deal. Remember, we were on the pod and we were saying, yeah, the coach said he was going to shake some things up. I d I don't know. I don't this is probably just noise because this isn't something that was happening. And also probably because Kevin Love was out and they needed the scoring. But Jordan Clarkson played thirty one minutes their last game against Portland. If if we were to get Jordan Clarkson at at thirty one minutes, uh he could be a slate breaker every time, you know. The, the guy's usage is there. Everything lines up perfectly for him. I'm going to attribute this right now to, to Kevin Love being out. Uh, but however, if we don't play him this time, and I, I'm putting it out there. If we don't play uh, him this time, I think we're going to miss the boat. If he goes off of 40 fantasy points again at 30 minutes, um, he, he's going to be 6k. And at that point, uh, you know, we'll have to make some hard decisions because the guy's averaging over a fancy point per minute, 24.6% usage rate with Kevin Love off the court. Did just want to point that out just in case this becomes a real thing. Like I said, the coach setting is going to shake some things up. Right now I'm just rolling with the fact that Kevin Love was out, but did want to want to put that out there. Something to think about uh, in terms of if Love is out. I, I think Clark is squarely play at 5,200.
1: It definitely adds up and makes a lot of sense. Uh, let's head over to the next game, though. We got the Philadelphia 76ers. We got the Toronto Raptors. A rematch of the uh, the playoff series, which was a fun one to watch. No Kawhi, though, in this series, but I'm sure that Philadelphia wants some revenge on their mind. Um, yeah, so at the top, I mean, listen, Siakam, he's a great play, but the price, 9.2K, that's a lot for him. Embiid uh, at 8.8K, that that's still kind of cheap for him. That one definitely sticks out. Um, and guys like Al Horford, right, 6K is kind of cheap for him. I just, I'm just, i just a little torn. Well, like, I don't know exactly where to go. I see some decent price tags on these guys, but I don't know if they're guys that are going to like make, make my cash line up by any means. What do you think about this game overall?
2: Well, I mean uh... – this, this is one of those games where you will be playing really good players they are going to be under-owned because on paper it should be a tougher defensive matchup than in Indiana playing a Memphis. And so this is one of those games where on an 11-game slate, you know, a lot of people will skip over. I will say this, though. I, as long as Ben Simmons is in this 7K range, I think you can play him almost every slate. Uh, You know, if you're looking at DraftKings and Fantasy Draft, Fred Van Vliet is 8K, Ben Simmons is 7,300. Ben Simmons is averaging 38.1 fantasy points per minute on the season. Fred Van Vliet is averaging 38.5, and there's a $700 discrepancy. And Simmons has been cheap all year. I think at this price point, he's got 40 to 50 point upside every slate. Uh, I I think you just keep playing him. Playing him here, and, and that's the that's the approach I would take. Uh, outside of that, about the only other guys I would play would be Siakam and, and Joel Embiid. Now, Joel Embiid is eighty eight hundred. My goodness, extreme profit potential. Minutes have been down the past two games, but even in twenty eight and twenty six minutes, he's been pretty much putting up. He's put up forty six and a half fantasy points, forty nine point two five fantasy points. Uh, the guy's still smashing. I think, you know, thinking about these guys being underpriced, Embiid and Simmons are underpriced. Siakam is still at a great price. Uh, Those would be the three guys I think I would look at. Not as interested in the secondary pieces. I think we'll get the value from somewhere else today.
1: Yep, I agree with a lot of what you said. Let's head over to the next game. This is a juicy one, definitely one that we're going to load up on. We got the Miami Heat. We got your Charlotte Hornets. Oddly enough, though, only a 215 total here, Will. Uh, Talk to me about this game because I think we got some really nice price tags on some of these players in this one.
2: Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, You know, listen, there's no secret. You start with the big man against against the Charlotte Hornets this season. Big men and small forwards. Go look it up. Uh, So, Bam Adebayo at 7,100 is a fantastic, fantastic play today uh, against my Charlotte Hornets, man. He, he should be able to put in the work here. Um, Jimmy Butler, obviously, uh, is always going to be a play at 7,700. Plenty of profit potential here. Uh, Butler and Bam, I think you load these guys up. Uh, Miles Bridges has been playing fantastic basketball here recently. Uh, you know, I had some exposure to him. Uh, on Friday, you know with that washington that that Washington game, man, did he pay off? I had him at Bertez. that was a good one. doesn't matter. I still think at this price you can take a shot on him. Marvin Williams kind of exploded the other game uh, but but listen, he was very effective nine for ten from the field. Please don't chase that. Uh, Marvin Williams is sitting on the bench, rod. He's getting minutes, but he's not he's just not the guy we want to look at here. Uh, Terry Rozier is still pretty cheap, but I still like Devontae Graham over Terry. uh, Would would play him 100 times over 100 as long as the price is right there. I think one of my favorite plays is Goran Drogic today, coming off the bench, 5,100, you know, playing 20 to 30 minutes. This is a fantastic, fantastic spot for him. Uh, And then Malik Monk as well. Uh, He only played 19 minutes against the Bulls, but uh, prior to that, he'd kind of been in the mid-20s. I think at 4,100, plenty of profit potential there. Uh, if you're going to fire him up. And those are kind of the main guys I'm looking at. Uh, Duncan Robinson is the secondary piece, but he's mainly just getting minutes. Uh, he could go nuclear here against Charlotte, but I'd much rather play uh, Malik Monk over Duncan Robinson.
1: Yeah, I think I'm keeping it simple with this game. I think I'm either paying all the way up or all the way down. I think, uh, you know, I'm going to Butler or Bam. Like, I like those guys at the top. And then from, like, if you're looking on DraftKings from, like, 7K Graham to about, like, none at 5'5", I'm not really interested in those guys. Uh, Zeller's an interesting price at 5.2 K because I think there's upside for him because the heat play kind of big, they might need his size. I get it. They like this one. They like to play small if they can, but I think this is a game they might use Zeller's size a little bit more like their Dragic call and then the monk thing, man, like that's just too cheap for him. Right. We saw that four, seven against Washington and I get that was Washington, but, um, four, one is a pretty nice price tag on him. I think there's some upside at that price in GPPs. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to the next game, Will. Let's talk about the Sacramento Kings. Let's talk about the Boston Celtics. We don't have a total here, and the reason why is we got Bogdanovich; he's questionable. We got Kemba Walker; he's questionable. Uh, talk to me about this game, Will. How are we approaching it with the injuries?
2: Well, man, you know that, that's the key. The, the injuries, the injuries, the injuries. You know, Kemba, Kemba's fine. I'm just, I, I guess, what I'm thinking is maybe they hold him out. To, for precautionary reasons rather than, you know, him, him completely being hurt. But – because he is doubtful. Here's what I would say. If Kimba is off the court, man, j- you just fire up all the secondary pieces, okay? You got Brown at 68. You got Smart. You're going to have Jason Tatum. They're already uh, uh, without Hayward. I mean, these guys, they're, they're going to run the offense. I think those are the guys you look at, man. This this is a fantastic spot for Boston. Yes, Sacramento's defense has improved, but when we're talking about value, it's not always guys that are 7, you know, uh, 3,500 and 4K. You know, it's guys that are underpriced for their current situation. And that's what I think we're going to have here. So, you know, if you just pull up Quarter IQ, there's there's no secret. We we don't do anything crazy. Uh, None of these guys are really running away with it. But you gotta think this is this is gonna correct itself. Jalen Brown only 82 and a half minutes without those guys off the court. Marcus Smart is at one hundred twenty minutes. Tatum at one hundred fifty. Tatum has a thirty-four percent usage rate, averaging one point two seven fantasy points per minute. Uh, I think you know, like I said, he's a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic play here. Uh, I think you fire him up uh, and, and run him out, and, and, and let's let's make some money with him. man. This is a great spot for him with no Kimba.
1: Yeah, listen, uh, I agree with everything you said on the Celtics side of the ball. Uh, that that makes all so much sense. Uh, I think that those prices, they're still upside on guys like Brown, guys like Tatum, so great takes on that. Uh, what about the the Kings side of the ball? I mean, if Bogdanovich ends up being out, uh, we got to look at some of these guys, right? Uh, we got to look at this guy, uh, what's his name, Justin James for 3.4K. Uh, he's certainly intriguing. I mean, we saw when Bogdanovich was out last time against the Nets. He ended up having 24.25 and at 3.4K. He could be a really, really interesting value play here. So I think you have to kind of give him a little bit of consideration. Uh, don't mind Corey Joseph. I think he's fine. Uh, Buddy Heald, I don't know. He has not been, uh, he has not been the greatest. Uh, you know, I actually rostered him uh, you know, the other day. Uh, you know, he's playing Boston again. And in that game, people are only at the game log, right, and see 57.5. Uh, are people going to go back to the well on him? I think that's definitely possible. But um, I think more of I think Bogdanovich ends up being out. I think there's more value on those guards. I think that's where I'm going to go. How about you? The cheap ones.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Definitely the cheap guys. I, I will say, you know, I think if Bogdanovich is out, I think it helps out a guy like Harry Barnes um, who ha- hasn't really shown in the upside, but is just playing so many minutes. Um, I I think it helps out a guy like him, you know, another guy that's that's not going to be taking shots. Bielitsa is another one. He's already been playing 30 minutes, but if he happens to sit. Boganovich did play today, but, you know, the coach is saying, you know, they won't know until tomorrow whether or not they're going to hold him out. This game does start at 730, so the information should be firmed up for us. I'm assuming, you know, if you're on a site like DraftKings that if you want to play this game and you decide who you want to play in the 7 o'clock game, which for me, you know, would be mainly the Indiana guys and, and maybe Spencer Dinwiddie. Outside of that, um, you know, not too many guys. And then you got your 730 guys with Charlotte and Miami and Sacramento. and Boston. So uh, I think, you know, if you're playing on a site like DraftKings, you probably need to leave yourself open. You know, I've talked about this before as well. I, mean, I know we got to speed up a little bit, but on a site like FanDuel where there's no late swap, Fantasy Draft where there's no late swap, Late swap is actually your edge. So on DraftKings where where swapping, you know, is available, late swap is actually your edge. So if you're able to take a stand on this game, if you decide that, hey, you know, these guys are gonna play, you know, you can still get exposure to a guy like B Elise who's gonna get thirty minutes, Holmes is gonna get thirty minutes. And if he sits, great. If not, they're still gonna get the minutes anyway. So, um, you know, I I think on a site like DraftKings, the the Kings guys will be a lot higher on a site like FanDuel where people will be more afraid to pull the trigger because of no late swap.
1: All righty, let's move on to the next one. Again, we've had some decent games so far, but this is, like, the first game I'm getting, like, super excited about. I think this is the the 233.5 total here, Will. We got the Minnesota Timberwolves. We got the Atlanta Hawks. And, listen, there's a lot to like in this game, especially on the Minnesota side of the ball. I mean, I know 10.4K is a lot for Cat, but I think Cat's really interesting. Wiggins at 7.6K, I mean, Wiggins, I think, is a really amazing tournament play. Like, he's someone I'm definitely going to make sure to have exposure to. I think he's a really good option. And a guy like Jake Lehman is out. With him being out, like a guy like Culver could be an interesting tournament option you can go to. Uh, if if uh, we see Cam Reddish is out, Bembry is going to be another value play. In the past two games, when he wasn't, when uh, you know Reddish was out, we had Bembry go for forty five point five fantasy points and twenty nine point five. He's priced up to five point three k. I think he's another value you can look at. Uh, a lot of things alike in this game, Will. So where are you starting?
2: Well, man, let's start with the fact that this game is 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 going to be. It should have fireworks. Okay, should have fireworks here. I think the big decision is. If you, if you want to attack this game, is do you play Trey Young at 9800 a That's a really hefty price tag. Trey has, has put up a fair amount of 40 and 50-point games, 60-point games this season. I mean, he went through one stretch at the beginning of the year where he put up 360s back-to-back. Back. Um, has it really let you down outside of the game he got hurt, and then he's got, you know, one game sprinkled at about 28 fantasy points. Uh, Other than that, though, you know, Trey's been pretty consistent. I just think this is a healthy price tag to play. When you've got guys like Brogdon at 6K today, who could get you 40, 45, I I don't know if it's going to be worth it to play Trey at that price. Uh, You know, if you're you're trying to attack the game, go right ahead. Uh, Trey may end up being on the outside looking in for me today. I, I I mean, I love this game, but I think Trey, I think that's the decision you make. Uh, and kind of the same thing for Cat. You know, you got Cat at ten four. 4 Does he have more upside than a guy like Bogdanov not Bogdanovich, uh, over a guy like Sabonis? Absolutely. But, you know, for, for the price savings, you may be able to get something else. So that's my only concern with this game. So a guy like Wiggins, you know, I, I like him. I don't love him. Andrew Wiggins isn't a guy I'm usually rushing to play. Um, I don't like the price but, but because they're closer to the full strength than not in terms of Teague being there, you know, Koji may play, uh, uh, Graham may be back. We'll see. Uh, but the price on him, I, I, don't like, I don't like that as much. Other than that, um, that's kind of Minnesota side. I like Jabari Parker here, the $6,300 price tag. Really like that price on him. And uh, maybe we get one more upside game from Bembry uh, at $5,300. And, and I think that's about it uh, for, from this game for me.
1: Yeah. Uh, Culver, I think hinges a lot on a Kogi. I think uh, yeah. you know, they, they can, you could still play him probably Culver in, in GPPs, but I think it becomes a he definitely comes a way stronger value with a Kogi being out. So that's something definitely to monitor and stay close with. Uh, let's go on to the next one. We got the Utah jazz. We got the Milwaukee bucks. We don't have a line here. And the reason why will is we got Rudy Gobert. He's questionable. Uh, Giannis he's 11.8 K is that price too expensive in a matchup? That's against the jazz.
2: I actually don't think so. Um, you know, w- with with my stud players like Harden, uh, Greek, uh, you know, th- those are guys I don't really worry about as much. I feel like they have upside on any team. If Rudy Gobert happens to sit, uh, in my opinion, this increases Giannis's upside uh, because he's not going to have the same type of rim protection there. Now, listen, you know, uh, Tony Bradley had, had a great game in limited minutes. He only played 22 minutes. Against New Orleans, uh, you know, put up 26 fantasy points. Um, I wasn't able to watch that game, but I'm not really worried about it. He's not going to give you the same type of reputation as Rudy Gobert, and so for that reason alone, I think Giannis is a fantastic, fantastic uh, uh, tournament play here. Donovan Mitchell would be another guy that I would look at in this game. Uh, If he's going to play minutes without Gobert, we saw what he was able to do. It was New Orleans. Totally different scenario, but I'm not as afraid of Milwaukee defensively without uh, Chris Middleton being there in terms of their overall defense. Dante Divincenzo doesn't scare me in that starting lineup. So uh, Donovan Mitchell, man, he would almost he would be another guy I would much prefer to play because I feel like you're you're getting 50 point upside for 8k versus having to spend all the way up to that 9, 10, 11 k range to get though to get that floor. So I think Mitchell's a guy that that I I would like to play here. Um, and then Joe Angles continues to be cheap, man. You know, he's not coming through for me in the way I, I anticipated. Uh, but, you know, at this price, you know, he, he's got the upside to, to get you where you need to go. So uh, those would be the guys. And then Bogdanovich, he's 6,600. I wish he was a little bit cheaper, but with no Gobert, he, he, you know, it really increases his scoring opportunities. So I'd be willing to play him. that. I don't like the price as much. Uh, but but you know he's definitely going to be be scoring the ball a little bit more.
1: All righty, yeah, a lot of the value hinges on what's going to happen with Gobert, so be close to that. Check out that news; uh, that'll change the slate up a ton. Uh, let's go on to the next one. We got the Portland Trailblazers. We got the Chicago Bulls. We got a two twenty seven point five total here, and uh, the Bulls uh, they're at home, and it looks like they're one uh, they're one point underdogs and. <laughs> This is not the same Portland team. Portland's not that good. Uh, I expect the Bulls to be able to hang in this game. Uh, looking at the price, price tags, the two guys that really jump out to me with like these massive ceilings right now here in this spot are Hassan Whiteside at 6.1K. He's currently probable to play for this game. I mean, the upside that he can have against all of those big men, they're going to need his size throughout the game, it sounds like. At 6.1K, I get Whiteside can be uncomfortable at times. I think the upside's massive with him. I think a guy like Laurie Markkinen uh, against Portland, I'm not scared of their defense at all. At 5.5K, I think he could be a little bit enticing, too, as a guy that's a, a, GBP, a GBP play. But um, I don't know. Not as many cash game guys I'm looking at in this game, Will. Uh, how about you?
2: Yeah, man. And see, this This is what I was, what I was kind of alluding to, which is why I'm not thrilled to play a whole bunch of guys over 9 and 10K today. Uh, look man Hassan Whiteside at 6,100 That that's the price you play him you know, I don't like playing Hassan Whiteside when he gets in that upper 7 eight k range at 6,100 against the Bulls this just screams 40 to 50 fantasy points to me you know if you're starting your build with a guy like Hassan then you plug in a guy like Brogdon the possibilities start to become endless then, then maybe you get a dim with it you know obviously I'm not trying to build your lineup you know but it, it, those two guys open up so much uh, for your team in terms of upside. So, Hassan Whiteside is my favorite play. Obviously, I still like Dane. Dame at 8,900, that's still a little bit too cheap for a guy that's been, you know, pretty much cranking out 45-plus fantasy points most games, still a little cheap. I like Dame here, but that's about it. I, I don't want to get creative with the Portland Blazers. I'm never going to play C.J. McCollum at 8,300 with Damian Lillard in the lineup. I, I don't care what he's been doing. I'm just – I'm not playing him at that price. He's more likely to hit 35 fantasy points than he is to hit 45. Uh, but but those are the guys I would sit on, man. Dane and, uh, and Hassan Whiteside, man, that these prices against the Bulls, I think you definitely get them in your lineup.
1: All Yeah. Not my favorite game. Uh, surprising here. And I agree with you on the CJ McCollum take, like uh, just priced up too much based on the situation. Uh, let's move on to the next one though. We got the Lakers. We got the Spurs, and listen, this is a spot where I see the Lakers, and I'm like, I don't really want to touch many of the Spurs here. I don't think they're the greatest plays. I guess they could use Alders a little bit for a size against Davis, but the Lakers are just so tough defensively. It just doesn't seem a great spot to really load up on many of these guys on the Spurs side of the ball. Maybe my boy Damari Carroll will at that 3K price tag, but uh, listen, he started getting the minutes, (laughs) and uh, he's got two double-digit games. Maybe this will be the time it turns around, but... Uh, all kidding aside, like, I don't think we want to play many Spurs here. Maybe total at 4.8K. But, again, the matchup's just really difficult. And I don't think the Spurs are a great play today.
2: Yeah, you said many Spurs. I'm going to take that M off and turn it to an any Spurs. Uh, I don't want to play any Spurs today. I'm not going to play any Spurs today. In fact, this whole game for me on this one is going to be a scratch-off. And, obviously, this just means that, hey, you know, know, if you play this game, you attack this game, and it shoots out, you're you're going to have – uh, a huge advantage, you know, over me at least. Uh, but, I, but I feel like I'm kind of going to be with the field here in terms of this is going to be a game that, that we decide to hop off of. Uh, but, you know, the slate is about to get real, real interesting here because now, you know, we're going from 830 to 1030 on the next game. This, this slate is going to get interesting. You know, don't don't catch your money too quick at, at, at 10 o'clock. Uh, you may be in for a rude awakening when you wake up.
1: Yeah, you, you ain't wrong, Chief. Uh, also, the thing I think that's worth noting is like a lot of these top end spend guys, they're not like the greatest plays. I think it's better to live maybe in that like s- like six five to like eight oh, K yeah. range, like just Man. like talking about the slate. Like I think that's the range we want to live in more. Not saying you can't play any of these top end guys, but that feels like more of the the better route to go with the builds uh, today. Uh, let's go on to the next one. We got Oklahoma City Thunder, we got the Golden State Warriors. and uh, yeah, this game, it's gonna be one of the games of target. you know why? Because we if Draymond Green ends up being out, which he is currently questionable, if Draymond Green is out, this is the spot to go to, right? They only have eight bodies. Uh, but here's the problem now will. Uh, is the prices too much on these guys? Talk to me about the situation. Is Kai Bowman at 5'8 too much? Is Pascal at 5.9K? Is that too much? Alec Burke, 6.4K? I mean, we've seen this guy get a 40.5 fantasy points against Utah. That still seems like it's cheap enough. So um, break down the Warriors for me because, again, I think it's important to note they're only going to have eight bodies here.
2: Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, that That's the key, eight bodies, eight bodies, eight bodies. Uh, and they're going against OKC, who I'm not as afraid of. I know they've put up some pretty good games uh, against the Lakers. Have kind of hung tough, but but I'm really not that afraid of them. Uh, I don't mind Alec Burks. To be honest with you, my favorite play though has been Pascal. Typically, when Draymond has been out, uh, he's just been playing fantastic basketball. Uh, he gets to shoot the ball a lot more as well. So he's the guy I've I've kind of gravitated to the most. Um, you know, as these guys have been out. But look, you know, they're all going to be okay. Kai Bowman does scare me at 5,800. Like, would you rather play Kai Bowman at 5,800 or would you rather play Mac- Malcolm Brogdon at 6K? Like, I-, I think everyone in the world is going to side with Malcolm Brogdon there. Wouldn't you agree, man, going that we we put play- everybody would just play Brogdon at 6K over Kai Bowman at 58 in this, even though Draymond's out? Like,
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, no doubt. I get it. Like, Kai Bowman, he, he has a ton of upside in this situation, but uh, the price is a little bit heftier. So I'd agree. Brogdon over Bowman straight up.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so as a result, you know, I think you probably get Kai Bowman at, at pretty the ownership, but I don't think it's necessary. If you look at this team with all these guys out, you know, Pascal has a 24.1% usage rate, averaging 0.95 fantasy points per minute. So, you know, if he gets in that 34 to 35-minute category, he's, he's going to be right there. Alec Burks is averaging over over a – slightly over a fantasy point per minute at 1.01. Um, he's been okay. Uh, I think the guy that that may – maybe the guy that we would look at, maybe if he wasn't, you know, as expensive would be Marquise Chrissy's 5K. I think that's too much. I think if you had to scratch one guy out right now, even though, you know, he's kind of hit 34 fantasy points, 28, 25 – the numbers say that he's, just, he's not going to get as many minutes. I think he would be the first scratch-off. Amari Spellman would probably be, you know, my second scratch-off. I think, you know, and I think you live with Pascal and Burks. I think those are the safe guys here, guys that you know for sure are going to be taking a lot of shots and have the most usage. But Pascal, Burks, I'm not afraid to play them. Uh, but everybody else I think I'd pass on in this spot for, for the price, for these prices.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, the one guy, Spellman, I guess he's a guy that's below 5K. That could be interesting. He, if he sees 28 minutes again, I uh, have to like that a little bit. Um, New Orleans Noel, he is questionable. That That's worth knowing. Let's talk about the Thunder side of the ball. Uh, let's say New Orleans Noel doesn't play. I mean, if he's not playing, I know it was only an illness. We got Steven Adams at 5.4K against Golden State. I mean, that would be a phenomenal value. Someone you probably want wanting to be getting your cash games or tournaments. Uh, Dennis Schroder at 5.2K. Listen, uh, this is the game style to play him in, right, Will? He's fast-paced, up-and-down games where no defense is played. This is where Dennis Roder, you can see him have a 40-point fantasy game. So, uh, yeah, I think Dennis Roder, really, really interesting guy there. Uh, even Gallinari at 5.9K. We've seen him have a ton of upside. He seems like a super safe play. So, uh, a lot to like on this side of the ball. Uh, what do you want to do with the Thunder side?
2: Yeah, man, uh, Dennis, Dennis Dennis. Schroeder favorite play from the Thunder at this price. Now, you know, I do. Steven Adams is $5,400. Uh, you know, you'll really be having to make a decision if you're going to lock up your utility spot with Steven Adams today at 5400 because, I mean, you're going to have to wait all night um, to, to get that. You know, I, I like Adams, don't love Adams, Just, but this is the spot you play in. In fact, if you look at this Thunder team overall, Chris Paul is 6900 I think that's a fair price. You got SGA at 6700 I think that's a fair price. Uh, you already talked about Gallinari, you know, at, at 5900 That's a fair price. This whole team is really underpriced to be going against the Golden State Warriors. I, I don't know what's going on with the draft case algorithm. Not going to complain. I'm not going to use this as a rant session. But, you know, you got a guy like Brogdon at 6K. All these guys underpriced. Something's going on there. Uh, but, you know, OKC, everybody's underpriced. I think you can play any of these guys. My favorite, though, Dennis Schroeder at 5,200. Second favorite would be actually Chris Paul at 69 over SGA at 67.
1: Alrighty, Will. Uh, let's move on. Let's do the uh, Roto-Grinders uh, game. Uh, get prepared for it. While we do that, I just want to mention, guys, we're sponsored by Fantasy Draft. Head on over there. If you haven't played Fantasy Draft yet, they have rake-free contests going on. Tons of good action going on over there. And if you want to join in on the fun, the promo code is GRINDERS. So jump on in over there on Fantasy Draft and join in on the contest. I'm sure I'll be in there tomorrow. and We can take each other down. Now, uh, Will, let's start with the game. We got your favorite 7x play under 5K.
2: Who you got? Man, oh man, um, this is going to get real interesting because my favorite seven X play isn't under five K. But uh, the guy that we're going to roll with today—I'll
1: uh, let you cheat. Will you can go above it if you want. Uh, I'll do the same. Uh, I'll go a little bit over. Five. Oh, I, I, went five I went at five two. I went at five two. That I like. I don't know if you're thinking of the same guy,
2: but yeah, we're definitely thinking the same. I mean, he—he's my favorite play on the slate. I'm—I'm going to go in this direction. Then let's go. Uh Let's let's go, Jared Culver. If nah, man, I'm just gonna take it. Let let us let's, let's go, Dennis Schroeder, man. He he's, he's the guy, 5200. Uh, way too cheap here. Not just because we just talked about him. It's just the spot. Uh, load him in, man. he, he should have a fantastic game here.
1: Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, listen, I, I, I was all prepared. I had my guys written out, and you said Culver, and I like rolled my eyes. I was like, are you kidding me? That was my guy. Um, so glad to see we're on the same page. I'm going with Culver. Uh, showed Aaron Culver, those are two good guys for the 7X, uh, you know, under or around 5K plays. Let's go with that. Um, favorite under, uh, so we'll go with actual, let's go with favorite 6X play. Um, favorite 6X play under 5K.
2: Favorite 6X under 5K. you no, it's
1: not under 5K. Sorry. I'm botching the game up. It's just favorite 6X play. So favorite 6X hey, play.
2: Hey, My bad. God, I, I want to give you guys two. I want to stick with one. Don't want to switch the game up too much. No, nah,
1: give them two, man. Give them two. Give them two. Listen, bro. man. Ma-
2: Malcolm Brogdon. Matter of fact, he's probably going more like 7, 8K today. But Malcolm Brogdon Hassan Whiteside. Just – they're too cheap. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Those two guys – in any build, I don't care if it's GPPs and they're 30, 40 percent on. They are too cheap for these matchups. Get them in there. Malcolm Brogdon, Hassan Whiteside. Gotta get them in there. Yeah, listen, I'll
1: give you my six X way. Mine is Bam. Uh he's seven point one K. I like
2: do, it.
1: Math, I like it. Uh, do the math, right? Uh seven times six, that's around forty-two, right? A very simple yeah. math.
2: Um a- yeah, a- I think Bam's absolutely. gonna do
1: that against Charlotte. So um Ooh. yeah, I love Bam. I think like the as we talk about the slate more and more, like like I said it earlier, living in the mid-tier is going to be such a great idea. And I think looking for pivots in the mid-tier, too, is is a great idea. So uh, and I'm going to have one of those pivots for our uh, contrarian tournament play when we get there. But uh, talking about the 8K guys, it sounds like since we uh, don't like the studs as much, we got to have some busts pretty easy. Will, uh, who's your bust play over 8K? All
2: Uh man, I'm, I'm actually going to go with Trey Young today. I, I love Trey, but at this price point, I mean – He's pretty much got to get to 50 to, to not, to not hurt you. I'm, I'm going with Trey at 9,800 today, even though I really like this spot for him.
1: All right. Um, you know, wow, this is, this is, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at CJ McCullough, man. I just think at 8.3 K oh, is not yeah. worth it. Right? Oh yeah. Um, I get it. He's been playing well lately, but that hasn't been without Dame. And I think, uh, I think this is a spot where you see CJ really dip down in production. So, I'll go with that. Now, give give me your contrarian tournament play, Will, Uh, the guy that's going to, you know, win you all the money at a low percentage.
2: Well, I've already kind of talked about it. Two guys on the same team. Ben Simmons at 7,300 is too cheap. It's way too cheap. Uh, I, you know, I I just think he's not going to get hardly any ownership today. 7,300, I mean, if you look at outside of the Miami game where it was a huge blowout, let's look at San Antonio. Let's look at New York. The guy put up fifty back to back. Let's look at OKC forty-two. Uh, he's just too cheap here. Uh, I like this price on Ben Simmons at seventy-three hundred.
1: Listen, you you talked about it earlier. There's a game that's going to have fireworks, Will, and one of the guys that's going to give you fireworks is Andrew Wiggins. Uh, you know, point Wiggins has been a beast and they, (laughs) they, 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 listen, I know Jeff Teague is back, but Jeff Teague is playing more of the two kind of more of like a, you know, shooting guard, spot up shooter. And Wiggins has just been amazing. And this game against Atlanta, the up and down the back and forth. This is Andrew Wiggins territory. Man, give me that Andrew Wiggins, 50 point game. Uh, love Andrew Wiggins for a big one. Uh, last thing we're going to do favorite spread, favorite total. What do you got? Will?
2: Well, right now they're not all out, but I'm, I'm just going to go with with what we have. Um, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with this with this Memphis total. It's at two seventeen and a half. I'm just going to take the over because every every game I've seen with Memphis so far has been really high scoring. So I, I'm taking the over here on Memphis at, at two seventeen and a half. I actually think they keep up with the Pacers a little bit more than people think. Uh I, I would take the over, and i take Memphis plus nine.
1: All righty, man. Like like the call. You know what's crazy about the Pacers? Uh, dude, they still don't have Oladipo, right? Uh, no. <laughs> the team, team's going to be fun to watch when they get Oladipo. I'm curious if they can make it all work. So uh, that was something yeah. I realized the other day. I was like, man, Oladipo's still not back. Uh, yep. Okay, so my play, uh, I'm going back with my boy Andrew Wiggins. We're taking the Timberwolves. Uh, minus four and a half. On the road, hopefully the uh, hopefully the Atlanta Strip Club doesn't get us, right? Uh, hopefully the guys were not out partying <laughs> that night. Uh, oh, oh, buddy. Yeah, so uh, give me the Timberwolves. like them a lot in this spot. I uh, think that they cover the four, four and a half, whatever you can get it at. Don't even hate it at five. You can jump on it there if it's uh, at that. But we got to get on out of here, guys. Thanks a lot for joining us here over on the Roto-Grinders Fantasy Draft Morning Grind Podcast. Uh, we got to go, though, Will. Thanks a lot for joining us. For me, Travis Mangone, Will Priester, Chief Justice, we're out of here.